I am Abby and this is Erin. Welcome to our podcast, Living Your Best Life. We believe that every person has the potential to create a life full of passion and purpose. We want to inspire and support you in your journey to unlocking your best self. We inform all listeners that the views, thoughts and opinions expressed throughout the podcast are purely the opinions of the Living Your Best Life podcast team and are not intended to replace expert medical, legal or psychological advice. We are so excited to have you with us so we can share all of our tips and tricks for creating a life that you love to live. Most people know us for our careers. I'm the owner of Dynamite Studios and co-director of Evolution Agency. And Erin is the course advisor here at Dynamite Studios and my co-director of Evolution Agency. Now, we absolutely love our jobs, but our real passion is inspiring and supporting people to live out their dreams. The reason Erin and I wanted to create this podcast is to not only inspire ourselves, but to continue to inspire those around us. You know, we absolutely love being able to call this our job and we love being able to do what we love to do every day. I feel exactly the same. I absolutely love my role and job at Dynamite Studios. Teaching and mentoring the young talent is one of the best parts of my role and also when we secure their first contract. For me, it's not simply about getting our artists work. The passion that really drives and guides what I do on a daily is the feeling that we've had some kind of role to play in helping a young person live their best life. Exactly, Erin. This podcast has been a dream of ours for so long. We wanted to find new ways to inspire others and to inspire ourselves ultimately because it's what our students ultimately go on to do and the talent or the people that we're surrounded by, what they do is what really inspires us and drives us to be better at what we do. Yeah, and we're very passionate educators. So I believe it's so important to continually develop yourself and to keep learning. So I guess this podcast was a platform for us to not only inspire people, but it kind of really pushes us ourselves, people who are mentoring the young, these young people to keep growing, to be inspired and to break new ground in what we do, but also to be able to connect with other thought leaders across different industries was going to really inspire us. Yeah. And I think to get us out of our comfort zones as well and to, you know, to get us to be breaking new ground with what we're doing and yeah. encouraging, you know, the younger students and talent that we do mentor around us to sort of take leadership from, from what we're doing. Over our series, we want to give you so many new tools to help you unlock your best self. We want to inspire you to have the courage to follow your dreams, no matter what they are. I'm a really big believer on if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. We'll be talking about building resilience, growing a successful mindset, overcoming blocks and inspiring you to show that you can really live your best life. We are really excited to bring a variety of guests onto our show. We're going to be interviewing them on different visions they've had for their lives, how they've overcome this fear and really coming down into giving the best tips and tricks that is going to apply to anyone who's listening out there. All right, let's start. In today's episode, we are talking about beginnings. We want you to know that it doesn't matter where you start, you can launch any dreams. Believe it or not, Erin and I were both underdogs. We both came from humble beginnings. So let's start where we both started. So I'm one of nine. My mum instilled her values into me from a really, really young age. Uh, she was a single mum. And, you know, we we first of all started out living in country.
country town and then moved to the city here on the Gold Coast. And, you know, she really worked her butt off uh, to create opportunities for me. And I think without her, I would not be the person I am today. So I'm really thankful and, and grateful for her and, you know, her instilling that strong woman and empowering me to be the best version of myself. You know, obviously growing up with nine siblings is always a challenge, you know, to stand out. But I've always had the drive and passion for the arts. And, you know, after I sort of started my first dance class and had my first singing lesson, there was really no turning back for me after that. I dreamt of that from, you know, like the age of 10. And I've, yeah, I've never looked back. I, there was no other option for me. No second. No plan B. Yeah, no plan B, no other second option. It was always this. And, you know, you come to that point where you make that decision and you you fight for it every single day. So, the, you know, the point is, I guess you can come from anywhere. There's no, absolutely. you know, you don't have to have a different start in life or anything. You can rewrite your journey at any time. I think that's the most incredible thing is, you know, and, and you know, I've got nine siblings and we all have totally different lives mm-hmm. and we've all been able to create our own journey no matter where we, we started. And we see that in what we do with the different students and cohorts of young people we work with each year, that they all come from different backgrounds and places that their individual journeys are always going to look so different when they follow their careers. Yeah. I guess for me, there's probably two really clear moments growing up that I really stand out for me. I think one was when I did have a job at 15, you know, my parents had a really strong working class, had a really strong work ethic and encouraged me to work at a very young age. So as soon as I turned 14, nine months, whatever it was, I got my first job at McDonald's. It just was not a job that I loved. And I clearly consciously remember making the decision that I never wanted to do a job that I didn't love. It just didn't sit with me and, and my soul. I was 15 when I consciously made that choice. So I was very fortunate. I had, especially my mother, really saw the drive that I had and passion for the performing arts and encouraged me to follow my passion and made it happen for me given the circumstance we weren't financially well-off family and I had other siblings. I was the eldest so I was always very mindful that I had younger siblings obviously needed to be taken care of before my own needs but mum made that happen for me. She paid for, I don't know how she managed to do it but paid for all my tuition and my dance classes and things like that and I remember even having to yeah transport myself to dance classes was never even easy for me. Catching buses and public transport and carpooling. That was the way I got to my classes. But I was just so adamant that that is what I wanted to do. And I had this belief if you followed your passion that it would lead to happiness in my life and being able to do a job that I ultimately would fall in love with and want to wake up every morning to doing. So that was really clear for me. Yeah, I think that's so great. I think it's it's what's so great is that we have very similar Yes, upbringings. actually very similar. <laughs> and you know, the crazy thing is, is I also had my first job at McDonald's. <laughs> I just couldn't do it. No, I know people get it. I'd be like singing on the drive-thru. I just keep burning myself on the fries and had oily skin every day. I was like, no, I just, I can't do this. Yeah, and I think that's really what drove me as well. The same thing is like, I don't want to, this is not the life I want for myself. I want to be able to create the life that I want to live. I want to be able to enjoy every day that I am working. I don't want to call it work. You know, I want this to be my life and my livelihood. Yes, the career to be your life and what you live. Yeah, so I think that's really cool that, yeah, we do have so many similarities and obviously you know where we first met was our first dance classes we went to the same dance studio you know I was 10 you would have been maybe around 11 yeah and you know we started in a school hall and with these young kids with massive dreams and we were so fortunate we did have you know supportive dance teachers and and mentors around us at the time that really encouraged us to also believe that we could do anything we wanted to do and that we were talented enough to do that and yeah to dream big yeah and I think we were created lots of incredible opportunities to 
be able to work. And, you know, I was similar situation. My mum was working several jobs to be able to put me through dance. And I know there was times when I was helping her by teaching at such an early age. I started teaching around 14. And I remember my dance teacher throwing me into a class on a Saturday. And, you know, classes on a Saturday were a big deal back then. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there was like 60 kids of all age groups. And I'm there standing at the front at like 15 years of age being like, oh my God, what am I doing right now? So I just, I just feel like- I think that's the feeling, I guess we can describe taking on any venture that we've done individually and together is just that overwhelming feeling of being really vulnerable, taking on a new task. But I guess it's always about, you know, feeling that sort of fear anyway and and going for it and grasping those opportunities. Because without us taking every opportunity that was presented to us, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing now. No, I agreed. And I think that's it, not being fearful of taking a risk and, you know- Being thrown in the deep end. Yeah, I can remember some of the most incredible moments where I learned the most were the moments when I was thrown in the deep end of like having no idea what I'd gotten myself into, but really at an early age. you know, Building that resilience and that grit to just I feel like that's what it comes down to is the resilience of just, you know, never saying no and and never stopping or never overthinking a situation, just really pushing forward and making the most of everything that comes your way, whether it's positive or negative, you know, learning from those, those situations is so important. I think the dream really started for the both of us when we did have the opportunity. We were part of this dance group that we got to perform live so much. You know, I was the singer of the group and, you know, Erin, you were like the tumbler, you know, dancing and, you know, one of the featured dancers that would always be a part of the shows and things. And we're so lucky we're performing live with Busk. If it wasn't Busking in Surface, we were performing at the old showcase in Coolangatta. And, you know, I just remember those moments. I was like, I am going to be a pop star. This is my dream. I'm going to butt in here, (laughs) but I remember this one moment, us having a sleepover at one of our friends' places, sitting on the couch with you. And I remember you just being really clear with this. It's funny how memories stick in your mind. I don't know. But you're saying, I'm going to move to Sydney and I'm going to become a pop star. Yeah, it's You so would have crazy. been about 15. Yeah. And it was interesting because we did lose a little bit of contact. From about 17. 17 onwards. Yeah. And you actually, when I found out, you actually had moved to Sydney and were becoming this recording artist and had signed with this label. I was like, wow, this girl actually is doing what she said that she was going to do. Yeah, and I think that's my biggest motto in life is that if I say something or speak it into existence that I follow through, no matter how hard it is or no matter if I end up, you know, following that. And that was such a journey for me even, you know, moving to Sydney and that whole process and, you know, recording. I was in a recording studio nearly every weekend and writing new music and all that type of thing. But turns out, yes, I was signed to a label and didn't work out for me, but that was by my choice. I got to the point where I could see I was staring that dream in the face, but it didn't feel right to me. Didn't feel like that was what I was meant to be doing, you know, and I had all these things in the universe that happened that prevented me, I guess, from going down that road. But I'm so thankful because I'm now in the position where every day I wake up knowing this is exactly where I'm meant to be. But it's crazy how, you know, at 15, we have these dreams and we're like, this is what we're going to do. And, you know, I pursued all of those things, but, you know, it also led me to be exactly where I'm meant to be. Yes. All those learning experiences kind of like, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's incredible that we both started out very similar beginnings and, you know, growing up Yeah. Big aspirations. And, you know, you've, you've done some incredible things in your career. And, but I, I love how that even though we did lose those contact for maybe, you know, the few years in between, we found our way back together. And now we own a business together and yeah. live and breathe our dreams together, which is so incredible. 100%. So I guess the dream started for me, I guess, from dance. That's what I was most passionate about. And that's kind of what forged my path, I guess, into the entertainment industry. I was about eight years old watching, I think, young Johnny Talent time back yeah. in the day. And this girl came on and she was had this boom box with, you know, it's probably Kelly Abbey or someone like that back in the day performing on the show. Yeah. And she was just 
looks so cool. She was doing like a jazz routine. I said to mum, I was like, that's what I want to do. That right there just sparked something in me like immediately. Um, mum's like, that's dancing. And mum enrolled me ASAP into a dance class, which I'm forever grateful for because I just never looked back after that. So dance for me was such a huge part of my career. I left high school, always wanted that education and career with teaching. That was something that I was very drawn to. I went to university um, to teach whilst still maintaining all my dance training. I kind of had this self-doubt that I was never going to make it as a dancer. And I just don't know where that really came from. But I was brave enough to continue my dance training while I was at university and just went for auditions. Just was like, I'm just going to give it a go. And if it's meant to be, it will come into fruition for me. So I landed my first job overseas living in Japan. Tokyo Disney was my first contract overseas playing The Little Mermaid. And that was my first contract. And from there, I, I was very set on. I loved the travel, the gypsy life and moving around. So I was then brought back home after working overseas for a while and secured a full-time job as a Forex angel at the time. So I traveled Australia three and a half times over, performing at all the live sporting events, the State of Origins, the V8 supercars, also got into media and presenting work and moving around the country. And I absolutely loved that job. I've Every job I've had, I'm like, this is the dream job. It doesn't get any better than this. Yeah. The fin- the finally, I like, finished my education and settling back on the Gold Coast, I landed just my ultimate dream job, I guess, doing what I do now. I always had a vision of working with young industry people and being able to fuse like my teaching work into what I do. Still very passionate about education and mentoring young children. And I'm even like very passionate about holistic well-being and nutrition. So I've been able to fuse all these different elements and passions that I have into, you know, being a mentor and a role model for some young people wanting to live out their best life. Because I guess I really believe in, yes, it's about the career, it's about the dream, it's about the passion, but it's also about being a good human being and being a healthy one and being able to live a holistic, healthy life for yourself. Yeah. So that's kind of where I am now. So yeah, I'm really excited to do this podcast and still work with one of my best friends every day. I know. It's so amazing. <laughs> this and is the, and dream. the crazy thing is just even sitting here and reliving all these amazing moments together. Yeah. You know, we've had so many like crazy and you know memorable moments but even when you talk about like your journey throughout your career as much as mine was slightly different we still had very similar moments of that understanding and you know I I remember just even when I'd sort of transitioned from the pop star life and that kind of thing I did head into TV land and yeah similar to what you were doing with Forex but obviously with different brands and things like that and I was working heavily in like children's entertainment and you know I then kind of fused that love of the songwriting and things like that into writing kids shows and directing and producing and choreographing all these kids shows and but everything always led me back, back to, to here, here. Yeah. And, and that mentoring and wanting to give back and because you know we were these kids that were so vulnerable but so incredibly I guess driven to have these incredible careers and, and create lives that we couldn't even imagine we'd be, be living and you know here we are now living proof of creating those situations for ourselves and I think that's that's what the most humbling thing is is that you know we've never given up and we've always driven ourselves to be better and and even now today like you know how do we improve and how do we get better and yeah. how do we do things better and you know I just I love that and yeah what incredible that we get to do this together it's going to be an amazing journey and I'm so excited I think one of the most important things for us is you know what would we have told our younger self if we had known what we know now and the thing is definitely I wouldn't change a thing I think you know mm-hmm. our whole journey has led us to this point but if I knew what I knew now I think it would have just been to be patient and to not rush the process and Mm -hmm. enjoy the process 
as it's happening, you know, not to forget that we need to live each day as it comes, but to, yeah, enjoy that process because half the, you know, battle is, is the destination is the journey. And it might not be exactly what you're expected or yeah, you're definitely. looking for, but it will land in your lap and it will all come together. Yeah. Sometimes you. things don't happen the way you, you exactly expect them, expect them yeah. to. Yeah. Agreed. So yeah, mine would definitely be, be patient. Okay. Mine would be if I had some advice to tell my young self, it would be to have more faith and trust in the journey and the process. I think it's easy to get insecure or feel like you've lost your way. I think just, yeah, having that inner knowing and trust and just more faith that everything will always sort of work out. And yeah, I think that would be no, trust the universe. Trust that you know yourself and trust that, yeah, things will work out. So having a little bit more faith. Yeah. And our top tip, I think, would be don't measure the distance to success. Love the process. This is the real key to success. Sure, we could sing and dance, but it was our passion that was so much more important. Yeah. Here's to living our best life. Yeah. We are so excited to have you with us and to share some of our most incredible tips and tricks to creating your best life. We can't wait to share the journey with you all. 